Hello, my friends. This is Heather. This is episode 100 of the Back to Me podcast. Can you believe it? Oh my gosh. Talked to so many amazing people. And today I'm talking to another amazing human being, Dr. Cindy Rubin. And we are talking about uh, entrepreneurial burnout. So you can burn out as an employee because you're in a soul-sucking job and think that escaping out into entrepreneur will be the all sunshine and roses. But have a listen and you will hear. It has its own challenges, but there are things you can do. So my friends, have a listen. Let me know what you think. Take care. And I hope to talk to you soon. Hi, my friends. Welcome. This is the Back to Me podcast, and this is Heather, and I am super excited that you're here. You are going to hear some tips and some tricks and some ideas to help you live your happiest and healthiest self. I call it Back to Me because when you are taking care of yourself, Back to Me, then you can take better care of others and we can all make the world a better place. This is Wellness Your Way, and I am super happy that you're here. Hello, my friends. I hope you're having an outstanding day. This is Heather. This is the super fabulous Back to Me podcast. And guess what? Woo woo. This is episode 100. Yay. Yay. Cue the fireworks. Um, (laughs) I should have brought champagne with me. (laughs) It's it's early in the day for champagne, but it's never too early to celebrate. I know it's noon somewhere, isn't it? So oh, it's um, one. Of, it's almost two here, right? Yeah, where I am. It's, so it's, it's like three here. It's good. We're good. Yeah. We could totally. Hmm. <laughs> we'll have to call our uh, waiters to come out. <laughs> there you go. Waiter, bring the champagne. <laughs> so to celebrate episode one hundred, I have an amazing human for our celebrity chat today, and it is Dr. Cindy Rubin. Hello, my friend. How are you doing? Hey, I am. Hanging in there. <laughs> You're hanging in. So <laughs> we were chatting just before we came on. And uh, I just as I asked you that, I thought whenever we ask someone now, I would say, I'm fine. How are you? Right. But I know that you aren't necessarily the greatest today. But that's okay mm-hmm. because that's real life. I always say mm-hmm. that's real life. But I want to talk first because I want to let people know about you, about who you are and what you do and how did you decide to do what you did yeah very good question so (laughs) I am um, I live in Chicago or right outside Chicago and I am a general pediatrician and I've been practicing outpatient pediatrics for 19 years now actually and I was in an academic outpatient clinical setting for 13 years and I was completely burnt out. I was seeing way more patients than I felt I could handle in a day um, safely and happily, you know, to practice right. medicine the way I felt was necessary in terms of taking time with patients and addressing the issues that they wanted addressed and that I felt needed to be addressed. And um, I tried to figure out how to make it work. And tried a few things. I went part-time, then I went a little more part-time. Somehow it manages to just spread itself out into the same (laughs) amount of time. (laughs) 
And I found a niche, which I am still doing now, um, which is breastfeeding medicine, which is a um, kind of niche in medicine and in lactation of physicians who are addressing lactation problems from a medical perspective. So adding in that extra bit of expertise that is sometimes necessary to address more complicated problems that may be beyond the scope of either the primary care doctors who don't have breastfeeding training or the other lactation counselors who don't have the medical training. So um, so we are part of that team taking care of lactating people. And I love doing this and I incorporated it into my old practice. And the more I incorporated it, the harder it got to stay there because I, it takes time. And I had carved out that time for a half a day a week. But when I would see a newborn in my office, which was often multiple newborns in a given day, I I still only had my 15 minutes wow. and that's really impossible for a newborn of any type, whether or not they're having feeding problems. But the more I knew about lactation, the more I was inclined to do everything I could in that first visit to help move things along. Right. Uh, Cause I kind of knew that it was timely and I would lose that patient potentially, or they would, stop breastfeeding before I could see them again. So that right. inevitably just made me run behind more and oh, no. be more burnt out and <laughs> more stress. It was, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was doing what I wanted to do, but it wasn't working in the system that I was in. Right. So a year ago, I decided to shift gears and uh, I opened my own practice, which is in the direct primary care model, which is a membership-based model for primary care, um, and in my case, pediatrics in particular. So it is accessible. It is an affordable fee. It is not necess- it's, it's kind of like concierge for the masses in a way without the high, high ticket <laughs> in a way. So you get access and excellent care and time with your physician, but at a reasonable cost. And, um, and I do home visits, which is wow. totally fun. And nobody does that anymore. I love, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And I never knew what that felt like. And it really feels wonderful. And uh, I also do the lactation, which is not membership based. That's kind of a la carte visits for people who need lactation help. And I'm a year into that business. So now I'm not only a pediatrician, but I'm a small business owner. And that is a whole new career for me. That's a whole new ball of wax. Yes. Yes. (laughs) So I also have a husband and 10 and eight year old child, children and uh, dog. And that's kind of where I am. That's who I am in my home and professional world right now. And it's, it's, a it's, I, I both love it and sometimes hate it. And it's a challenge and it's scary. <laughs> it is. It's very different. So because um, I, I've been an entrepreneur now for probably almost 20 years that I've been 
working from I left the the corporate the corporate safety net and just flew off the cliff and off I went. And it is mm -hmm. challenging. And it is and you made a comment about, you know, when you were trying to fit things into your part time and they just all your time filled up. I can't remember if is it if it's called the Peter principle or if my goldfish comes to mind, it's like the time you give it, it will absolutely fill it, you know, right. and the goldfish will grow as big as the tank that they're in. <laughs> it's possessions do that mm -hmm. too. You know, we need a bigger house and then your ha bigger house is full, but right. it's, <laughs> and it's a trade-off of, um, so you, I can see that it's like you were loving what you were doing, but you were stuck inside a system that wasn't letting you do it. And it is sad that, cause I know a little, I mean, I studied it um, peripherally when I went to massage therapy school and where I am, it's a two year program to become a massage mm -hmm. therapist. And so I know that those first few weeks of lactation are super important to get things oh, yeah. the baby needs. Right. Mm -hmm. And if it's not working, it's like we're on a time schedule. <laughs> and if you True. only have five minutes to explain it to them, it's not the greatest. And you want to do right. the best. And we when you're the type of person like I assume I assume all doctors really want to help people. Um, it's it's like disheartening for you to not be able to help these people in the way that you know will really benefit them. Yeah. When, so yeah. I, I understand, I can completely understand why you had to say, you know, I've got to go, what's that song? <laughs> I've got to go my own way. <laughs> These so, boots are made for walking. <laughs> oh, there's a good one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I had, what's that, what's an academic hospital? Is so it's a um, tertiary care hospital. So large academic center that has, both the clinical part of things, but also research and students oh, and med okay. school is attached. Lots of residency right. programs. So I've been in one of those hospitals. Of <laughs> yeah. Every every couple hours, somebody new came somebody to see me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, who are you? <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's that's part of what makes you know, I, I, many of us in that setting, you know, we're in it because we like to teach, and you don't necessarily get compensated for that teaching. You know, right. on a day when you have a student of some type with you, you don't necessarily see fewer patients. Right. And so where do you fit in actually talking to that to that student and explaining yeah. what you just did? Or um, So you're trying to fit in talking to students and having quality patient time, which right. is challenging. And I know the medical models keep shifting. I, I mean, I only know a little bit about the U.S. model, but even the Canadian model is shifting and changing. And doctors, especially the last few years, are getting really stressed out and burnt mm -hmm. out. And they're just trying to help people. And right. um, it's like it's, being an entrepreneur is a different kind of burnout, but finding a way to support people in helping what you know you're in a helping role how do how do systems support you so what mm -hmm. do you find what have you found the hardest in becoming an entrepreneur so i think the main thing has been well part of it is probably my own naivety coming into it 
Um, you know, you don't know what you don't know. <laughs> right, right. And I knew it wasn't going to be easy, but I, you know, one of the things that I was really having a tough time with um, when I left that job was, you know, not being able to practice the way I wanted to practice. But in fact, what I was doing was I was practicing the way I wanted and needed to. So I would spend way more time at work running behind and doing all the things that needed to be done there. And then I would lose out on dinner time and bedtime and all this time with my kids and my husband. Important and, Right. And that, and, and they know that that is why I left my job to do something on my own terms. But little did we all know that this is probably even more work than that was in a way and more stressful just in terms of financial instability. And um, it's been that I think figuring out how to compartmentalize my life and put up those boundaries and not let my business seep into everything else, which I'm finding very difficult. Oh, yeah. A a lot of entrepreneurs don't know, have maybe haven't considered or um, resolved for themselves before. I mean, you can't know all the answers when you start ever, right? But when you jump out into that world of an entrepreneur, you're like, ah, freedom. Wait, no. It's not. And you, I think sometimes they have you, this is not you, it's just in general, um, don't have a clear vision of how their business will operate when it's at its ideal operational capacity. In the beginning, there's bumps and things and what that life will look like, and then put those things into place. So office hours, you know, I will work from here to here. And especially for entrepreneurs who work at home, yes. <laughs> because yes. I had I I personally had to say when the door is shut, you cannot come and talk to me. I'm in my office. I'm mm-hmm. at work. If mm-hmm. the door is open, you can talk to me. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you not to talk to me. But um, finding those those like you said boundaries and sticking to them, even when you're feeling like oh, just one more thing. Because there's always one more thing. I know. I know. (laughs) Always. I know. And, you know, I I try to prioritize. I try to prioritize my business obligations so that I take care of the ones on top first. And maybe those lower ones aren't going to get taken care of today so that I can then prioritize my family. But I guess what I've been struggling with today in particular and lately is that a lot of the things that I do feel like are at the top for my business, just to get myself out there and my name out there and grow is local networking. And there are a lot of robust local networking kind of network networks, um, but they're often in the evenings. And so if I want to do those, I have no choice. If I decide I want to do it, then I, I'm going to have to miss bedtime and dinner and those things on those nights, but it just seems to be like every night. And right. 
that is not working and I have to figure out how to. And I mean, because I, I've done, especially, I mean, I've done so much networking, (laughs) especially when it went online, it was like, I did go for a period where I'm like, I'm not getting any work done because I'm in all these meetings. So one of the things to think about, and this is for everybody whose schedule is overflowing with things is, um, take a really like, um, like step out of your business and the emotion of your business and look at each of those groups and question, but it's good to be in groups. It's good to network. And you don't always know what you're going to get out of, out of them, but is this where there's people who can help you with your business and who you want to connect with? Are there good referral partners in there? So I've been in networking groups where that there were lovely ladies and we had great talks, but, nothing was coming like I, you know, I gave it a college try and I wasn't getting any traction of anything. And I've been in other groups where I'm still in contact with some of those people and we still refer actively to each other. So it's mm-hmm. finding, not having to be in, uh, feel like you have to all be in them. all the groups, to right. being selective of the groups. And I know some groups require you to, like I belonged to a BNI for a long time. I don't know mm-hmm. if you've heard of BNI and it was, I a, know what it is. Yeah. yeah. It was an early morning meeting, which I am not a morning person, <laughs> but it required you to be there every single week. Yeah. Every week, week in, week out. And I understood, I said, the, understood the philosophy of it, which is why I did that one day a week. I would go, I get up early, but also those were, that was quality. I found there was quality in that. So I chose that one. But other ones, I've been to one or two meetings and said, no, I don't need to be in these ones. So finding a way to be selective and knowing that some evenings you'll be out, but you don't have to be at all of them. Right. Right. Because you can spend all your time networking. And when I think about um, entrepreneurs and I think about to-do lists, so sometimes the prioritization, I don't know, how, how do you, how do you decide what the prior, how to prioritize your to-do list? Well, what I have been learning is that the top things are often the things you're least, you least want to do. Did you read um, Eat That Frog by Brian Tracy? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So maybe I should just say eat that frog. Like right. that's what I'm, I'm trying to do that. I'm trying to find, you know, what are the things that I need to do and what are the things that are going to take me the farthest and have the most effect on moving my business forward right now. And one of those things is networking. Yeah. Um, one of those things that I do think will help me with the work-life balance is finding a virtual assistant so that I can delegate some of the things that don't have to be me. And uh, I'm not sure what the other things are. Well, patient care, but that actually now that I'm talking about it out loud, I think I do probably just need somebody to help me with what you said, which is how to organize my business in a way that is going to make all of these things work efficiently. And, you know, again, not being in office, not having any business experience or even management experience, uh, that 
I'm kind of winging it. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So um, yeah. it is entrepreneurs when they first start, it's they do absolutely everything. Now, yeah. I, I do believe that in the beginning, you kind of have to do everything sure. because you don't necessarily know what's going to be important to the business, what's not going to be important to the business um, and how you want things done. So that said, that doesn't mean you keep doing all of the things. So um, one of the one of the course creator people that I follow likens it to you are an, you are an employee inside of your company instead of running mm -hmm. your company, um, mm -hmm. and you're an un likely an underpaid employee. You might be being paid like an intern. You might be doing intern type jobs. So right. finding a way to it's something that I've done for myself is when I'm doing a task that I recognize does not really generate income for my business, does not really move my business forward. I, and it's repetitive. I, I use a, I use, I just happen to use Evernote. I just write down the steps in anticipation that I will assign this to someone to do, because yeah. if I'm earning, I'll just throw numbers out. You know, if I earn, you know, $200 an hour seeing clients and I'm doing a job that I can pay someone $15 an hour to do. It's in my best interest right. to get someone else to do that. And right. you're, you've hit that one year. You said you were a year at this, right? Mm -hmm. So now you've hit that one year point where you're like, okay, there's way too many things that I'm doing. And mm -hmm. that's when you start to evaluate the tasks and say, this has got to go. Now I've known entrepreneurs who hired VAs, but didn't really, utilize them because they didn't know what to give them because they hadn't yeah. been in that management role. So that's yeah. when I suggest like write down what you want, what you're spending your time doing. Mm -hmm. And then um, what can you get rid of? So there's a book, right. I'm, there's a book actually I'm working with right now. I don't know. Do you know uh, Michael Michalowicz? No. He wrote the book Profits First and Pumpkin Plan and his latest, I think this is just a re-edition the latest edition of revised and expanded it's called clockwork and mm -hmm. he takes you through steps to um, figure out what are you doing in your business that you don't need to be doing okay. and send to someone else. He also, he, it was, it grew out of a book called the e-myth by Michael Gerber and the e-myth is about the entrepreneur myth of entrepreneurs think, yeah, I'll just go out and I'll be so free and lazy and lay on the beach while money rolls in. My friends, that doesn't actually happen in real life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, but it's also different. Like we work, so entrepreneurs work hard, but working hard for yourself is different than working hard for someone yeah. else. Right. Yeah. So even on your most challenging days, I'm sure you feel better. I'm going to, I'm yes. putting words in your mouth, but no, it's true. I, I, I am happy that I'm doing my thing right. and it feels good to be, you know, figuring out a way to practice medicine on my own terms, but it's, yeah, but it's a challenge. I mean, it's and a challenge. Have, so what have you tried like up to now to help you balance yourself out? <sighs> I, yeah, I mean, I honestly, you know, it's 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 one of those things like when you do have the time, not that I really have the time, but I can make my own schedule technically, but I don't have 
when you have the time, you don't have the money. When you have the money, you don't have the time. You know, like, you know, I, I could use a real break. You know, right. I never really, I didn't really give myself that in between quitting and starting. I mean, I didn't open my practice immediately, but I didn't have any downtime either. Right. And so I never was able to kind of heal from the burnout I was already feeling. Right. So you're on so, and then you took off down the highway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, so that's one place. So I'm, I'm not really going to tell you ways that I have succeeded in this because I don't feel like I have. And I feel like I'm realizing now, I guess, at the one year mark that I, I have to change that. Or... I mean, even when we feel like we're not succeeding, it's often our standard of where we thought we what we thought would happen. Right. 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 So you have successfully run a business for a year and you have uh, clients who appreciate <laughs> what you're doing and helping them. And you just feel like maybe you're giving too much and yeah. you've got to take some back for you. Yeah. And so I would say you're, you're not failing at all, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> and I was thinking, um, oh, my gosh, my brain just did a loop-de-loop -loop and a thought came and did a somersault and left. <laughs> it happens. It happens. Yeah, um, I just blame, I can blame a few things. I can blame, you know, it's a, a year since I had a stroke and I'm over oh. 50. So <laughs> okay, there's good reasons for so, sure. <laughs> plus I'm easily distracted. You know, a, a squirrel can fly by and yeah. it'll distract me. Um, so Planning. That's what I wanted to talk about. Planning. Sometimes I write myself a word so I remember. So it's, I, I mean, when we go into a planning mode, and I would recommend this, not just entrepreneurs, just think of uh, a person in general, like you have goals for your life. And um, if you don't sit down and think about how you might get to them, mm -hmm. you won't get them. Mm -hmm. And we sometimes that pause, like I was just thinking that's when you said you didn't pause in between. It feels like sometimes it can feel excruciating. The pause can feel excruciating because we're doers, doers, doers. Didn't you, yeah. didn't you say you were a self-professed type A? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 go, go, go. A plus. <laughs> right? um, if we don't give ourselves permission, because you have to give yourself permission or you'll fight yourself the whole time. Permission for a pause to reflect and think about what you want or yeah. if you can't figure out what you want figure out what you don't want and that might lead you to what you want then you're just doing yeah. right so yeah. um and i'm guilty i'm totally guilty of not pausing because you know uh, entrepreneurs i've been an entrepreneur for a long time and i still every now and then go shoot i and i have a coach who helps me mm -hmm. <laughs> so he'll say heather uh, what's your plan for this? I'm like, oh, shoot. He's going to ask me, though. How, what's my goal <laughs> question? <laughs> so so I usually talk, uh, my, my best way of solving problems is to talk out loud, which is why I love having a coach, because I can just talk out loud. He asks me questions, and I eventually tell myself the answer. Yeah. So yeah. figuring out what you don't want, what you do want, but giving yourself permission to have a pause 
it'll be a bit painful in some ways because as entrepreneurs, when we pause, we say, I'm not earning any money. Mm-hmm. And there's the bills don't stop coming in. Mm-hmm. But figuring out a way, even if you gave yourself like a weekend, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. It's like you have family, like families and right. kids and there's all of that. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I have, and a, I am, yeah, go yeah. ahead. Go no, ahead. I was going to say, I am, I did sign up for a conference next weekend that is out of town that will definitely be rejuvenating. But, you know, then there's the part of me that feels guilty because I'm leaving my husband with the kids for five days. And Guilt is a wasted emotion. I know. I know, me, I know. I know. You know. <laughs> and I think I know. this is why this podcast is called Back to Me uh, because I think women specifically feel yeah. bad. So yeah. imagine you wouldn't be upset with your husband if he went away for five days and left you with the kids. So why do we feel, well, okay. But traditionally women are like, yeah, yeah, you know, it's my role. Um, And I know, I know I'm a little old school is, but (laughs) I was born in the sixties and I don't believe it, but I know that that is still fairly entrenched in the culture. But we feel bad going away. It's like, what, why? (laughs) You know, you're a professional. You're going to a conference. Can you fit in some downtime in there while you're there? You're not going to party every night. (laughs) Yeah, no, I definitely can. And conferences do fill you back up, right? Because Mm -hmm. you get to network in a different way. You get to be with people who talk the same language as you. You get excited by new things coming. Like I haven't been to a conference in so long. Oh, gosh. Of course, the world's been shut down for three years. Right. But, <laughs> right. but, but you, it's time. Yeah, it is time. And and allow, give yourself permission to do it and enjoy it. Yeah. And do, I, I always have notebooks and things with me to write down because things will come to you when you're not thinking about stressing about getting your day done, your to-do list mm-hmm. done. Mm-hmm. And you can start to sketch on a piece of paper what you think it'll look like. I do an exercise in one of my groups where it's like, imagine your perfect day, what it would look like. Mm-hmm. And it's an exercise that pe- some people struggle with because they've never thought about it. Yeah. <laughs> they can only think about what yeah. they don't want, which is, you know, it's an okay place to start. Right. So if you were going to wave a magic wand, what would your business, what would happen in your life? So I would like to be able to provide the kind of care through my business that I would like to provide with some help. I think I'm realizing that that's not necessarily going to be completely a solo affair. And I would like to be able to have downtime with my family when I can truly relax and enjoy them and they can enjoy me and get enough sleep at night (laughs) (laughs) and have a little time for myself like one thing I'm struggling with now because I'm I am in this kind of business school and every month we have to read a business book and my reading is typically in the car um 
obviously. Uh, just <laughs> while you're driving, hold on. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Listening. Um, but I also really love to read for pleasure. And so now when do I do that? If I have right. to read this book, you know, and because I, there's only so much time. And so I, I want to figure out a way to have those office hours, I think, yeah. and have, find a comfortable kind of patient number of patients, which I don't know exactly what that's going to be for me right now. Right. Um, comfortable both in terms of income, but also what I can handle. Yeah. Time and energy. And right. that's the key. That's a key thing in a business to understand. Cause I used to be a CPA, by the way, mm -hmm. <laughs> <As> I, <laughs> way back before I became the health and wellness person um, is it like, on, being an entrepreneur is great, but you got to know the numbers of what do you yeah. need and can you do that number that you think you need and still right. keep yourself sane and healthy. And I, and I do think it's important to carve family time and me time, alone time. Yeah. You know, I talk about wellness is, you know, this whole six things and one of them definitely has to be your physical, emotional, and spiritual wellness. Relationships are only one of them. Financial and professional are only, you know, pieces of them. And they all fit together nicely. And <clears throat> I have a, a friend that I know who puts it on a chart. Mm. He has his time slotted of, you know, like, this is what time I'm doing the laundry. This is what time I'm doing the dishes. Because he's managing children and mm -hmm. his business. I couldn't... I. That's too much detail for me. My brain won't work that way. But I appreciate how beautiful his chart is and that mm -hmm. he can stick to those times and that his family understands this is when I'm doing this and this is when I'm doing this. Mm -hmm. And he's, he, he's figured it out. Obviously, it's not an immediate overnight thing. I'm more of a chunker than a <laughs> time slaughter. But um, it's when it, like when I talk about... <laughs> I don't know if you heard me say this. When I talk about when you're stuck in something, the first point is is to realize, oh my God, I'm stuck in something. Mm -hmm. You know, the awareness. Then you have to decide to do something and then you have to do it. But in deciding mm -hmm. to do something, you need to take that pause to figure out your direction. Because if you just start doing, it's like shooting a shotgun. It could hit anything, right? Yeah. And I think that's definitely where I am. And I, I talk so much about sleep. Yeah. If, if you do anything at all, sleep should be number one. <laughs> I don't know if you've read Ariana Huffington's book about sleep, but sleep, mm -mm. oh my gosh. Just as, as a doctor, <laughs> you should know, you know what sleep does. You know what sleep is for. It's like, ah, I definitely need to sleep. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So we're, we're talking no, about how I to know. avoid burnout, but. <laughs> you're not you're not quite burnt out are you <laughs> I don't know that I am quite burnt out I mean I definitely feel differently than I did I mean I, it's like my entire soul had been sucked out of me before oh before like, that's okay. how I felt before before <laughs> not now now I do not feel that way I think I just feel very tired right and it's and, hard yeah. like 
and this is like I talked to all of the guests about this. Like if you this and this is again, it's called back to me because if you can't, it's not selfish to put yourself first. Mm -hmm. Because if you put yourself first, then you have the energy to do and give the things you want to right. do and give. But we struggle with it so much. <laughs> we struggle yeah, with it and so it, much. And I hear myself all the time. I mean, this is what I tell the moms that I'm seeing who are breastfeeding. Like, there's no amount of milk that is worth your own mental health. And if you're not, well, you cannot take care of your child. And yet, here I am. <laughs> I know, I know. It's so easy to say. <laughs> it is easy to say. Um, it's so it's simple. It's not easy, right? So your yeah. your business is your baby. Yes, yeah. and yeah. no amount of work that you can give this business is worth your mental health. Yeah, and. Um, there's a, a podcast that I listen to and he has a mantra and whenever I'm feel this is what I do. Whenever I'm stressed out, I have a couple of mantras that I just repeat in my head. One of them, his is everything is always has been and always will be fine. Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay, just remind myself I may be spinning, but actually, you know, in the grand scheme, everything's actually okay. Mm-hmm. I know it's not true, all the 100% like for everybody, but, yeah. and then I have a shorter one where I just say, choose peace, choose peace. <laughs> mm -hmm. Today I'm choosing peace and that can calm me down. But if I need the longer one, I need the longer one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is, it is, I mean, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It's challenging to be an entrepreneur. It's, ch mm -hmm. it's challenging to have a job. It's like, who was I talking to? Somebody recently. Oh my God, my brain. But um, oh, I was in a networking meeting. Speaking of networking meetings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's an author that I read who was talking about problems. Mm -hmm. And we make all these changes thinking we're going to solve all of our problems. But in reality, everybody has problems. Mm -hmm. So there's what you're, and you should just be happy because if you have problems, it means you're alive. And right. all you really need is to have better problems. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. All so right. he, and his, his example was, you know, Bill Gates or no, who did, anyway, a rich person, Bill Gates, you know, has millions and millions of dollars. He has problems. He right. has better problems than the homeless guy who's wondering how he's going to, you know, get his next meal. Problems, just different problems. So get right. better problems. <clears throat> and instead I've changed them from problems to exciting things to figure out. <laughs> yeah. So it's a yeah. puzzle. You know, how yeah. will I make this happen? How will I get yeah. this to work properly? Well, how will I solve this puzzle? Yeah. I have, I have a puzzle brain. So I like puzzles. <laughs> well, it's interesting. And, and the way you said it, you're obviously a good coach because I feel like I'm about to say what I think I need, which is, that, you know, another thing that I very, like really, really am trying to stress in my, in my quote unquote coaching for people who are about to have babies and plan to lactate is plan, plan, <laughs> you know, figure out in particular who you need help from 
and you know rally your support system find your village and i definitely did not do that and i think i need to kind of start from scratch and do that i have some of it for sure but i don't think i i don't think i did that and, and don't check the to, whole you know, thing out because right. some of it's it's working right it right. just needs tweaking <laughs> right but I'm realizing that that same advice goes to business owners. And so for anybody who's listening to this podcast who has not yet started a business, but is planning to, I think that that is a really important step to right. figure out your support system, both in terms of your business, but also your life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, I, I call it, you know, I have a couple things was, you know, bring a friend so bring mm -hmm. someone you can talk to who is, you know, maybe not your spouse because they don't always want to hear about business all the time. Right. Someone, like you said, get your village, get your support system, bring a friend. And um, the other thing that I have in that list is you are really good at what you do, not everything. So the stuff that you're not the greatest at, pay someone else to do it because my God, you should be spending your time on the stuff you're brilliant at. And I think coaching yeah. pregnant ladies is coaching. It is a form of coaching because you're helping them figure out how they're going to navigate baby life. Right. Right. And that's right. uh, I remember when my sister had her first, it was like, holy crap, holies. Yep. <laughs> There's a person here. <laughs> And man, are they demanding. Yeah. yeah. And even as a pediatrician, you know, I'm a pediatrician. And I didn't realize how all-encompassing that really is. It is. They require all of you, right? Mm -hmm. So you need mm -hmm. to take care of yourself for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So that's very wise. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Um, uh, before we head off and you know, have a fabulous day. Uh, do you have any final words of wisdom for people and anything? It doesn't, it can be in anything. <laughs> well, anything. Uh, well, I think what I'm trying to remind myself now is, you know, people have said mm -hmm. there's, I feel like I am so focused on, you know, having this business be successful, but why is that more successful than my family? <laughs> or why is that, why do I feel like I need that to be more successful than my relationships with my family? They're mm. the ones who are always going to be there. They are truly what's most important to me. Um, and if that means in the end that this isn't the path that's for me, then maybe that is what it means. I don't know yet, but I have to remember that because that's the part, you know, I'm, I'm worried about the business and everything, but it's the part that hurts my heart oh. is when I miss bedtime with my kids. Right. And so then why do I keep missing bedtime with my kids? Like I need to listen to that part of myself. Right. Always listen to the thing that is your priority. So one of the, so you know, what you're placing value on is different than, or what you're placing priorities on is different than what you're valuing the most. Right. Right. And my, my one other thought for you, which you can just take away and contemplate is you made a comment of why am I putting the success of my business ahead of my family? What does the success of your business actually look like? And that right. goes back to your 
to the planning. <laughs> what would success right. look like? And because you might actually be there and not even know it, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Whoa, super, super <laughs> conversation today. Holy moly. Um, so thank you for well, sharing, by the way. Uh, yeah, go ahead. One thing, one yeah. way in which I definitely have succeeded is like this has allowed me a certain flexibility for sure that has allowed me to be maybe not there for every dinner and every bedtime, but. I was there for every playoffs game for my son, which was very last minute knowing when those were going to be. And that never would have happened in my last job. I never would right. have to just take off at the last minute. And today I was there for a Halloween party in the morning and Monday I'll be there for one for my daughter. So right. that's the kind of, that, that is, that is what I did this for. And yes, I also want more, bedtimes and and dinners but I am able to be there for those really special really special moments they're all special but it's true like so you you are achieving success without recognizing that you're yeah. achieving what you're achieving and yeah. potentially if we if we framed it a little bit you would, could say yeah I'm awesome and I'm killing it yeah. Right. Thank you so much for sharing yeah, all that. Thank you. Thank you. Um, hopefully, th <laughs> hopefully that helps you. Hopefully that helps someone <laughs> out there listening. And some like I, often I'm not coaching, but I felt today like I was. I was. I, I was feel like you were. <laughs> <laughs> and I appreciate it's all good. it. It's all good because I, the conversations I, I uh, the conversations go where they need to go. Yeah. And I'm, that's what I love about having those conversations. My friends, you should check out Dr. Cindy because she's <laughs> got some awesomeness. And um, there's stuff in the show notes, a YouTube channel even. Yeah. So check it out because, yeah. I, I mean, I'm not, I don't need it at this point, but I might go just watch it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I know, pregnant ladies. And I try to make it fun but informative right. and there's a variety of, you know, there's information on there about just general pediatrics as well as fucking the system <laughs> and, uh, and lactation. So there's a lot of awesome. stuff in there. So beautiful. And I'm, I'm, I have not done much with my TikTok channel, but I have 99 followers, so I'm almost at 100. So one more follower will get me to 100. Oh, my God. Look at you go. You What's your TikTok music? name? Is it Dr. In Touch Peds. In Touch Peds. So that's the name of my. my All right. Okay. So I'm In Touch Pediatrics and Lactation is the name of my practice. All right. Go. I got to check out lactation TikTok. <laughs> that's so awesome. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you. you. So much. I really enjoyed this. Thank you for having okay. me on. And uh, we're all in it together. We're all in and it together. We've all been there. And yeah. Yep. <laughs> okay, my friends out in podcast land, I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Uh, if you have questions, get in touch, Dr. Cindy or myself for sure. Click on the click on the links, and I will see you again soon. Take care. Hi, my friend. Thanks so much for listening to this entire podcast. 
If you found it useful and you're like me and you like, like helping others, please feel free to share this. Just give it a like. Give it a comment. If you found something useful in it, there's a chance that someone else will find something useful as well. Also, if you have any questions at all, I can absolutely help and I would love to help. You can email me at heather at prosperityflowcoaching.com. If you want more of this awesome content, you can follow me on Instagram, Heather Stewart Coaching. You can follow me on Facebook, Prosperity Flow Coaching. And I have a personal request. I want to help as many people as I can with these podcasts. And if you could give me a review, hopefully a good one, <laughs> if you could share, if you could send this out into the world, I would truly appreciate it. I hope you have an amazing day. And I hope that you find your way to wellness by getting back to me. Take care, my friend.